0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 8. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would learn the lesson that Pharaoh did not learn, that we would surrender fully to you. Even with the things that we don't want to give up, we pray that we would be willing to give over to you, knowing that you are the great God. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 8 And Yahweh said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says Yahweh, Release my people, so that they may serve me. And if you are refusing to release, look, I am going to plague all of your territory with frogs, and the Nile will swarm with frogs, and they will go up and come into your house, and into your bedroom, and onto your bed, and into the house of your servants, and among your people and into your ovens, and into your kneading troughs. And the frogs will go up against you, and against your people, and against all of your servants. And Yahweh said to Moses, Say to Aaron, stretch out your hand with your staff over the rivers, over the canals, and over the pools, and bring up the frogs in the land of Egypt. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs went up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did likewise with their secret arts, and they brought up frogs over the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Pray to Yahweh, and let him remove the frogs from me and from my people, and let me release the people so that they can sacrifice to Yahweh. And Moses said to Pharaoh, I leave to you the honor over me. When shall I pray for you and for your servants and for your people to cut off the frogs from you and from your houses? They will be left only in the Nile. And he said, Tomorrow. And he said, Let it be according to your word, so that you will know that there is no one like Yahweh our God. And the frogs will depart from you, and from your house, and from your servants. They will be left only in the Nile. And Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh, and Moses cried out to Yahweh over the matter of the frogs that he had brought on Pharaoh. And Yahweh did according to the word of Moses, And the frogs died from the houses, from the courtyards, and from the fields, and they piled them in countless heaps, and the land stank. And Pharaoh saw that there was relief, and he made his heart insensitive, and he did not listen to them, as Yahweh had spoken. And Yahweh said to Moses, Say to Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the land, and it will become gnats in all the land of Egypt. And he did so. And Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff, and he struck the dust of the land, and it became gnats on the humans and on the animals. All of the dust of the land became gnats in all the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their secret arts to bring out the gnats, but they were not able. And the gnats were on the humans and on the animals. And the magician said to Pharaoh, It is the finger of God. But the heart of Pharaoh was hard, and he did not listen to them as Yahweh had spoken. And Yahweh said to Moses, Start out early in the morning, and stand before Pharaoh. Look, he is going out to the water, and you must say to him, Thus says Yahweh, Release my people, so that they may serve me. But if you are not about to release my people, look, I am about to send out flies among you, and among your servants, and among your people, and in your houses, and the houses of Egypt will fill up with the flies, and also the ground that they are on. But on that day I will distinguish the land of Goshen, where my people are staying, by there not being flies there, so that you will know that I am Yahweh in the midst of the land, and I will put a distinction between my people and your people. This sign will be tomorrow. And Yahweh did so, and a severe swarm of flies came to the house of Pharaoh, and to the house of his servants, and in all the land of Egypt. The land was ruined because of the flies. And Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron, and he said, Go, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, To do so is not right, because we will sacrifice to Yahweh our God a thing detestable to the Egyptians. Look, if we sacrifice before their eyes the thing detestable to the Egyptians, will they not stone us? We will go on a journey of three days into the desert, and we will sacrifice to Yahweh our God according to what he says to us. And Pharaoh said, I myself will release you, and you will sacrifice to Yahweh your God in the desert. Only, surely, you must not go far. Pray for me. And Moses said, Look, I am going out from you, and I will pray to Yahweh, so that the flies depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people, tomorrow. Only let not Pharaoh again deceive us by not releasing the people to sacrifice to Yahweh. And Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to Yahweh. And Yahweh did according to the word of Moses and removed the flies from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people, not one was left. And Pharaoh made his heart insensitive also this time, and he did not release the people. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 7, Moses and Aaron performed the staff to a snake sign for Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh's magicians did the same, but theirs wasn't as impressive because Aaron's snake ate up their snakes. Then, when Pharaoh didn't listen, Moses and Aaron declared that the Nile will be turned to blood, and it was. The magicians again repeated the sign with their arts. Of course, they had plenty of blood to use since the entire Nile was blood but Pharaoh wasn't impressed. So God commands Moses to tell Pharaoh that the next plague will be frogs. So there were frogs everywhere in all of the houses. And again, the magicians made frogs appear with their magic arts. Of course, it would have been nicer for the Egyptians if they had made the frogs disappear. So Pharaoh tells Moses and Aaron to pray to God to remove the frogs and promises he will let the Israelites go. So Moses tells Pharaoh to pick the time Pharaoh picks the next day, so Moses prays and the frogs die out from all of the houses and are only left in the Nile. But Pharaoh didn't keep his word to let the people go. Then, the third plague was unannounced. God just told Moses to tell Aaron to strike the dust to turn it into gnats, and so there were gnats everywhere. Actually, we aren't sure what type of flying insect this actually was. It may have been mosquitoes that would bite, since it specifically says on people and animals. And finally, the magicians stop repeating the signs to Pharaoh. They tell Pharaoh that this is God working. But Pharaoh still did not let the people go. So God tells Moses to announce the next plague to Pharaoh, the plague of flies. But starting with this plague, God only plagues the Egyptians and not the Israelites, the plagues are annoying and are a hardship for the Egyptians up to this point, but they aren't deadly. It says that the land was ruined because of the flies, but I'm not quite sure what damage the flies were doing. So Pharaoh calls Moses and Aaron and starts bargaining. He says they can go sacrifice to God, but they cannot leave the land of Egypt. So he's compromising with a holiday, but no long travel. Moses says they have to leave the land because the sacrifices would be detestable to the Egyptians. And Pharaoh agrees that they can go a short distance away from Egypt. So Moses prays, and God removes the flies, but Pharaoh did not carry through, and he didn't let the people go. And now for a deeper dive. We see a slow progression of the signs to Pharaoh, and we see Pharaoh starting to bargain. The first plagues, the magicians were able to do something similar. Then they tap out, and Pharaoh starts to say he's going to let the people go, but he doesn't follow through on the promise. And we see Pharaoh starting to bargain. It seems that Pharaoh realizes he's going to lose his slaves, and he's trying to find a way to stop the plagues and keep his slaves. Now the question is for us, are we trying to bargain with God? Are there things that God is asking of us that we are not willing to give up? Are we trying to do just enough to please God without giving up what we really want? If we are, I'm afraid that we don't really know Yahweh yet. And we're in danger of ending up like Pharaoh and Egypt. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.